Welcome everybody to the GBO Podcast, brought to you by Modern Exterminating. We know what bugs you. As always, I'm Sumter. And I'm Bryce. And Bryce, this week, tonight, we had college basketball It games. was great. It was fantastic. It was everything I wanted it to be. But most importantly, the men's and women won. Winners. 1-0. 1-0 apiece. It's all about winning. And man... Uh, well, you know, the women were playing number five, so that could have been in top five matchup, but we'll get into that after men. Yeah. Um, uh, but, uh, the men, you know, rolling out this lineup here, brand new team, as we talked about in our preseason shows, you don't know what to expect. We didn't. And so, um, as a result, not knowing what to expect, we go into this game. A lot of new Gamecocks played tonight. Well, before that, we found out. Earlier this week, that Keyshawn Bryant was suspended for the first five games of the year because he violated a team policy or a university policy. And that seemed like all the information that's been released about it. Nothing else has come out, so we'll see if anything leaks out later. We'll tell you guys about it. And then, so le- for all our listeners out there, Keyshawn Bryant it makes up like twenty five percent leading the, scorer from last year and twenty five percent of the returning players from last year on the team. Fourteen percent. Not 14%. 14 points a game. We miss that. We'll miss that every night. We yeah. need that. Yeah, yeah. Hopefully it's only five games. Hopefully Gamecocks can look like they did tonight without him. Also, uh, A.J. Wilson was in street clothes tonight. The, the state, a reporter at the state on Twitter, uh, I believe, said that it was a lower back injury. And that's all that came out out of that. And they didn't mention that it would linger. So we'll see if he plays this weekend and in Nashville. Ho- hopefully, hopefully it does not. Sideline him for long. But because of that, two starters down. Two starters down. Or we think two starters down. Right. They, uh, we've played one game here. And so our starting five right now, um, the gray guy from uh, LSU. Levesque. Levesque from last year. Stevenson. Cousinard. And Reese. And Reese. And, uh, you know, it wasn't bad. Good starting lineup. Looked like they knew what they were doing early on. Eric Stevenson came out firing. Well, we'll get into that too. Eric Stevenson, interesting player. Doesn't like to pass. What we noticed tonight. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Eric Stevenson did not have a great debut for the Gamecocks. One for seven from the floor. That Excuse me, three for 13 from the floor. One for seven from three. That lone three came in like the last minute or so of the game. Um, hopefully, hopefully this is just like an Eric Stevenson experience that we're going to grace ourselves with next game he might make seven out of ten shots and we're all saying how great of a shooter what's what's the what's the best advice to a three-point shooter when that that's cold just shoot your way through it just keep jacking up those and frank didn't get mad every time he shot so that's another sign you got to look at frank on the sideline to see is he getting mad at what that player just did quickly how quickly would AJ Lawson have exited the game if he had if he had opened the game 0 for 4 from 3 3 to 5 seconds after that last <laughs> miss. But yeah. the Gamecocks won 78-60. Good overall team win. Um Levesque and Cousinard tied for 14. It's kind of kind of what I expected Cousinard to score 14. Yeah. Levesque a little bit higher than his regular I'll average. T- I'll take 14 from Levesque. All season long. All season long. Overall, the team kind of struggled a little bit around the rim. Um, Kind of sluggish in the second half. Got behind about seven or eight, nine points early on when Upstate made a few threes. Yeah, Upstate Upstate went on a little run uh, middle of the first half. They hit a couple of threes in a row there. Got up by about, I think think it was nine points at one point. But, uh, but, 
once that happened, Gamecocks just slowly chipped away at it and ended up ended up just in control pretty much. Once they once they took the lead, they didn't look back. All right, Sumter, who was your surprise of the night? What was Sur- your you were surprised? Surprise? That's a that's a little hard to say. Of from a surprise standpoint, because like literally of the people that I can remember playing minutes for the Gamecocks that I have watched play in a basketball game that played tonight, Jermaine Kuznar and Williams Levesque. Like that's it. And so as far as if I'm surprised by something, uh, I, like it was nice that some of these transfers look like bona fide legitimate college basketball players. Um James James Reese V like was was good. Is is a good basketball player. I think he's gonna be a, one of our stars he's, this year. He, he's gonna start all year long. Made the first two buckets. Backcourt backcourt the backcourt all season long is going to be Cousinard and Reese. And that's and we are gonna ride or die with that. So if those two or along with Brian have a bad shooting game, we're probably not going to win. Probably not. That's where our I, big men aren't usually going to lead the show. That looks like where our points are going to come from. Now, granted, we also didn't see AJ Wilson play, and so we could get some points from AJ Wilson. Um, and but it just it was nice to see that the team actually has some potential. Walking, we haven't heard that word in a while. Yeah, walking into this game, walking into this game, we we really didn't know what Gamecock basketball we were getting. What Frank talked about how they just have a lot of shooters and scorers, and they scored some points and they made some shots. They didn't make they didn't make a ton of shots. They took a lot of shots. Well, who surprised me was Josh Gray, the LSU transfer. He looked good. He was very impressive. Had a breakaway dunk that looked sharp. He finished how did, with. How did he get not get a technical foul? On well, that? he hung under that rim, but he I think did if, a little pull up. if he would have let go, he might have broke his body. So, <laughs> might have broken the floor too. Almost a double double, eight points, eight rebounds. Overall, solid game. I think he has a decent offensive game. Was curious to see how that was going to develop. Um, had a few, had a few blocks. I'll tell you who I really liked coming off the bench. Who's that? Woodley. So Woodley played a lot more. He wasn't going to get many minutes, but with A.J. Wilson out, Woodley came in and at first looked a little sluggish, but then finished strong. I mean, mean, he finished as well as – he played as well as any big big man off the bench has played for us since like – since since a Lithuanian was coming off the bench. And late in the game, right before the end of the game, he fouled out. Five fouls. That was the only yeah. thing about Woodley. Use, use them all up. Four for five from the floor. Five rebounds. Efficient around the you know lane, around the lane. Just just get gets the ball in the post, puts it in, gets a rebound. I was also impressed, Devin Carter. Devin Carter looked good. He can drive. He can, you know, drive the lane, go to the hoop. Probably struggling a little bit on the jump shot. But overall, I like him. Kind of an athlete. I think he'll improve throughout the year. And then Wright. I think Wright has a pretty shot. Only had three points. But I, I mean, as you were, we were talking this week, uh, this tonight at the game. He looked sharp from looked a sharp. demeanor perspective. He looked good defensively too. This team, you know, it might have been USC Upstate, like, but uh, but the team actually did look good defensively. They they hustled on defense, hit their switches. We were poking some fun at Eric Stevenson on the at the outset of the podcast because every but, time he got the ball, ninety five percent of the time he shot it. He was looking for it, but uh, he's but, probably not going to lead the team in assists this year. Would that be fair <laughs> that's to say? Probably fair, but I will say this: he his help defense down low was great. 
He got a night. He got a couple nice little blocks on the on the baseline. Um, getting in there for some rebounds as a as a tweener guard forward type deal coming off the coming off the bench this year. It, very very. Um, I like the upside here, especially if that ball starts going in the basket. Well, looking at the rotation of the players, Frank mentioned earlier in the week at his press conference on Monday that he wanted to play around 10 players. And tonight, played pretty much played everybody that was healthy. Yeah. Um, but I wouldn't say we can judge the rotation of the players tonight. I mean, once he got up, once once we got up in the second half, he was putting pretty much everybody in the game, getting some minutes for Even everybody. his son got a little minutes. Yeah, again. Brandon got a little minutes. Um, uh, Chico Carter played backup point guard there. Yep. Uh, for a stretch and um, look, look competent. Was fine. No, what, was fine. Nothing stood out. Yeah, was fine. If if uh, if he was our starting point guard, that might be we might be in some trouble. But uh, but was was good. But he, I think he was on the floor for like a ten minute stretch, and we were fine. You know, Kuznard set for a while. Kuznard had a nice little stat line. Um, you know with. The, to go with his 14 points, he had seven assists and six rebounds. If he had played, if this has been an SEC game where he had played, you know, 35, 40 minutes, um, might have had himself a little triple-double there. Now Might be something to look for this season. Now, I didn't notice this, and tell me if you did. We were, we on this show will be doing a Frank Rage Sub of the Week. Did he, you see a Frank Rage Sub of the no, Week? No, he, he really didn't He get did that hit mad. the table once tonight but in he anger. He, he hit the table in anger. I think it was about a defensive switch. There, there was a defensive lapse, but then he didn't. He looked to the bench to take somebody out, and then didn't do it. Right. So you know, maybe he's changed. Well, there were one or two times in the timeout where I clearly heard him tell someone how he really felt about his defense. Well, you, you know, I mean, that's okay. Yeah, <laughs> as long as the 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 issue is, I'm if a if a kid misses a switch, I'm fine getting upset with the kid for missing a switch. However, our issue with the rage sub is that it doesn't matter what the kid's just done on offense. Even if he's made two, he made four or five buckets in a row. That call that the AJ uh, the, the AJ Lawson, AJ Lawson principle yeah. factor. He can make ten points in a row, makes one defensive problem switch. Yeah, he's out the game, out of the game. Uh, but um, but yeah, all in all, just solid win over USC Upstate. I will say this. We are not having to talk about. We're we're not having to have like start the podcast here talking about like worst case scenario, Gamecock basketball team, which which was on the table. Like this could be this could have been a terrible roster, and it is not. It is a good. This is not Frank Martin's worst team. Yeah, I agree with that. After after one game, this is not Frank Martin's worst team. Now now only one of Frank Martin's teams has ever made the NCAA tournament. So that might not be saying a ton, but it's not Frank Martin's worst team and potentially two of the two two potential starters didn't even play tonight. And so what what I definitely think is going to happen is that we're, it, he clearly likes Stevenson, right? He clearly he clearly likes Stevenson. He's going to roll talks about him and Reese all the time. And hopefully tonight, you, you know, the Stevenson just had an off night. He which was, is fine, which is as fine. long as it doesn't turn into a pattern. Yeah. We, Overall, looking at the stats, shot 39.5% from the floor. Four of 19 from three. Not, not that that's great. Not great. That's only 
And we weren't really missing three-point shooters tonight, so that was interesting. <laughs> yeah, the two, um, we did not have Keyshawn Bryant, which probably helped the three-point Not percentage. the best, yeah, not the best. We didn't have any, only one, you know, one or two dunks that I yeah. could remember. Um, free throws, 14 to 21, 66%, a little Same bit lower, but you know it's what? Like, I mean, it's the Frank Martin Gamecocks. Frank, if, if we have a team that averages over 70 <laughs> Percent, we call that a good Honestly, good team for dude, Frank when it comes I don't, to free throws. I don't, I don't want to look at it, but how many years? How many of Frank Martin's nine seasons has, uh, or I guess eight seasons before this? No, this is the tenth. This season. is the tenth season. Excuse mm-hmm. me. How many of Frank Martin's nine seasons has the team shot worse than sixty six percent from from the line? Many. Uh, yeah, it's it's multiple at least. <laughs> um, Overall, we had fourteen turnovers, which is not great, not good. Yeah, not bad. First, first game, first game jitters, and and again missing two starters. Like like, uh, and so clearly Frank's rolling with Stevenson, and where I think this rotation is gonna go, uh, moving forward, it either it's either gonna be Gray or Wilson is gonna start. All right, Levesque is going to start, and then Kuznard and Reese is starting. And then Bryant is starting, and so that's a that's our and then and then one of the bigs is going to be the first. I think guy off Stevenson the bench. when Bryant's back, Stevenson's going on the bench. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so our like our seven the, the seven guys that Frank's going to roll with this season from from the looks of it is going to be Wilson, Levesque, uh, Bryant, Kuznard, Reese, Gray, and Stevenson. Those will be the seven. Those I like will be that. The seven. I think he's going to try to get. I, I think he really from the one or two of the it, freshmen. Maybe I think he wants. It, I think he'd love to have both of the freshmen, but but there's a spot there for a guard because you know that's that's three bigs, that's three bigs, another forward in Stevenson. There's a spot there for a backup guard. Hopefully, hopefully that's one of the freshmen. But um, but uh, you, you know Woodley might get some minutes off the bench, and uh, you, you know worst case scenario, Chico Carter's our backup point guard, and that's not fi- and that's not bad. He was fine. Hit a, it- hit a nice little. He hit a nice little at the shot clock pull up jumper tonight. Benson had a few minutes, looked okay. Um, he's probably not going to play as much as others this year. And then Manette, Mano? Manette? I, I don't think Mano's. I don't think Mano's only got a few much. minutes. I yeah. thought he was going to play. That was with, interesting with, with that. With with will only got a few minutes with Wilson out. I you know. He lost a lot of weight. Looked he, like he, he lost 20, 30 pounds. He, he did lose a lot of weight, but Woodley's better. And so, but we'll see here. It was USC Upstate. Let's see against a more quality opponent. So, right, but but like, right off the bat, he's of of the big men that played. He was four, you know, tonight. Right. And AJ Wilson's coming back, hopefully soon. So anyway, seventy eight sixty, Kingcock men get the W. Have to appreciate every W we get because it might not be as consistent as the ladies. That's right, but uh, but but speaking of getting the W, one thing that's good about this team is that I think this uh, like I think this team is in line to hit to hit where we were kind of talking about them hitting. Uh, you, you know, on the if you haven't uh, if you haven't done so already, check out our men's season preview. We go into more depth about all these names that we're talking about right now and where they came from and how they got here and their year and w- where they were before. Um, but um, we both had the team, you know, finishing right at 500, maybe a game or two above right. this season. And this team, what we saw tonight, that's good enough to get there. 
They're good enough if this would be a colossal disappointment if this team does not get to that. And if you talk to Frank, if we finish one or two games over 500, he called that a great year. So, so Frank, for those for listeners out there that aren't season ticket holders. Yeah, um, email came out up to the Gamecock Club season ticket holders. And, uh, and it was from Frank. He wrote us a very long message outlining basically his career here with us and this has become one of his talking points that we that he keeps having these winning seasons that we had like I think what he says best is, six year stretch in the basketball history basketball history okay but he's talking about a basketball school that's been to the NCAA tournament what four times in the last forty years right since the early seventies I think three or four times just like and so and so. Just because, like, he is, to me, listening to him talk, he is trying to set the standard that as long as he that as long as he wins at the rate that this program has won before, that is acceptable. And to me, I don't think that's acceptable. I agree. What's our standard this year? We got to make the NCAA tournament. We got to, and, and we've got to hold Frank to putting a a program on the floor. That is good enough to make the NCAA tournament, and I'll tell you what: with some coaching, this team can do that. He like like this team. I'm not saying this team should do that. I'm not saying it's likely this team will do that. But he can. It is not a completely unreasonable expectation for us to think this team can do that. One of the fundamental things that this team has to do in order to do that done. Uh, from here on out, they have to win every single game. You can't lose to crappers that that they're supposed to win. They have to win every single one that they're supposed to win. And we, you know, t- tonight I was terrified that we'd be on the pod tonight talking about getting beat by USC up upstate. And this fun little podcast that we're doing is just gonna be is just gonna be some you know commemoration of of a miserable season. Well, I was saying in the in the preseason, if we can start non-conference, you have thirteen non-conference games. You know, if you can go ten and three, that would be solid. Yeah, nine and four, you can live with. But anything yeah. past that, that goes a yeah. lot and puts a lot of pressure into the SEC play. So yeah, like so, like we've got um uh who, who who are the games they've got this weekend in in Asheville? So our next games for men, we are playing Princeton Friday night around nine ish nine thirty. And then we'll play the winner or loser, depending on our game, of Western Kentucky and Minnesota on Sunday afternoon. So winnable games. All winnable. All winnable. All all also losable. And that's the Frank Martin way. Yeah. All winnable, all losable. Uh, my guess is we're going to go one and one. Like that's and, that, like, and that wouldn't be the end of the world. That would not, going zero and two would be the end of the world. Going zero, that two, would be very yeah. bad. So ideally, we can win two, and then we're in business early on in the yeah. year. So, oh yeah, and uh, and the the key to this the season is winning these games that we're supposed to win. And Frank might be able, you know, and this team might actually be capable of being good, especially if AJ Wilson's good, especially if Keyshawn Bryant comes in and has a strong senior year. Um, but yeah, but so lastly, we've been talking about Frank. We've been talking about Frank kind of moving the goalposts here on on his expectation. One thing we need to talk about today, Frank doing something good, right, Bryce? Had a had a commitment. Yeah. 
How do, why don't you tell us about uh, about our future Gamecock here? So we landed a three-star wing, Daniel Hankins, Sanford. 6'6", 225 from Charlotte. From what I saw, he had offers from Tennessee, South Florida, and UNC Charlotte. Second recruit of the 2022 recruiting class. How many stars? Three? Three-star. Three-star. That's better than no stars. Frank gets a lot of three stars, so we'll see what he is. But, you know, we're, we're going to be losing a few wings in a few years. Three stars make for solid basketball players. That's fine. You just got to have a few stars you come out a, of those. You need to throw you need to throw, or, 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 or a sprinkle of four-star in there. And the yeah. early signing period, I believe, starts early next week. So he mentioned in his press conference on Monday there could be another one or two. So we'll see what comes up. But anyway, good start of the week with a win and a new recruit. You can correct me if you are more the recruiting expert of this podcast than I am. You can correct me if I'm wrong, but Frank's recruiting classes the last couple of years have actually kind of regressed from where they were in his first five. To yeah, six he's not years. a top 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 twenty five recruiter. He's around the top fifty, top seventy five. Right, and uh, and so and so loading up uh, loading up on a good recruiting class. You, you know that would be. That'd be big for Frank, especially for somebody who just has decided he's not going to retain players. <laughs> well, it sounds like he'll be looking at the transfer portal, but that's just a um, basketball issue, supposedly, is what he says. So we'll see what happens. Yeah. It's all about winning this year, but it's good to see recruits are still believing in the in Frank and the team. So keep winning, get more recruits, get better recruits. So we'll see how it goes from there. So next game, as we mentioned, Friday in Asheville. Half of the podcast will be there. Throw a few tweets at you at the GBO underscore pod. Oh yeah, other other half of the podcast will be at a wedding in Savannah, but watching, uh, but but watching on uh, y- you know, wherever. wherever will they, will there be at. a TV at that wedding? Uh, if if not, I'll I'll sneak a peek on the phone. Okay. Yeah. All right. Well, anyway, enough with men's basketball. We also first game of the day at five o'clock. The ladies went to Raleigh, North Carolina, to play number five NC State. What happened there, Sumter? Well, we got the W. So this was this was fun. This was uh, difficult to watch. Getting to like it was a fun little evening, like with the with the ladies playing right there at five, then rolling into the game at seven. Watched the first half. Was listening to the second half while I was driving to the arena, then kind of watching the watching a little bit of the second half on my phone as you know as I was finding my seats in in the Colonial Life Arena. But um, you know they just looked like the they looked like preseason number one versus well, preseason number. Well, five. first of all, they got the win, sixty six fifty seven, and I I watched the first three quarters, started the fourth. I headed to the arena, so I had to listen to it on the radio in the fourth quarter. Kind of a uh, started off strong. Got I think it was six to nothing to start the game. Yeah. We got yeah. up twelve six. I think they got up by seven or eight in the first quarter. Of the, it kind of stayed around the six to ten point range. Like, like and then, it was like 21 12 or 21 13, somewhere, right? somewhere And then in there. we got into the second quarter. We struggled early in the second quarter. But but we also played some solid defense in the second quarter. D- didn't didn't lose the lead. I believe we uh, halftime six point lead going yep. into the third quarter. And then kind of in the third quarter, we opened it up a little bit, got it back up. I think it, at, at certain points, it got to one or two points. But. What was cool to see from Dawn's team is every time they needed a big bucket, they made one. So when I think NC State, they cut it to one once or twice, we would make a big bucket. 
Bucket, yeah. bucket, bucket when we needed it. So, so at the start of the third quarter, NC State kind of hung with us and did cut, and then cut it to one. But then, like you, you know, midway through the third quarter, we just put it in. We just took control of the game. Took control of the game. Pulled away at one point. You know, the lead got up to about the lead got up to I think like 14, 12, 12 16. or fourteen, sixteen yep. points, and kind of cruised there. At the end, they chipped. They, they hit a three or two, I think. At, at at the end of the game and kind of chipped away at it. We ended up only winning by nine, but uh, but just we we were the better team on the road. Played played like the better team. Took took control of the game. Um, Cook led with seventeen, which was good to see. Boston kind of struggled early. Finished with eight point six rebounds, and then Henderson had fourteen, so she had a good game. But Cook kind of led the led the show and. It was cool to see a few of the new freshmen. They looked a little. I was hoping they'd kind of be dominant early on, but the the five star freshman girls were a little bit sluggish, maybe. Yeah. Early on, maybe a few butterflies on the road. It's a tough game to be on the road for number five. Cardoso looked good defensively. Had a few blocks. She looked good. Yeah. And uh, she, NC State coach made a comment about just. I mean, Boston and Cardoso down there. It's six five six seven. Like what are you gonna do? I think it, it was it said something along those lines, and I mean he's right. What are you gonna do? Well, she only had two points and one block, but she affected a lot of shots, yeah. even though it might not show up on the stat sheet. Only only played sixteen minutes, four four boards over that sixteen minutes. But they started Boston, Saxton, Beal, Cook, Henderson. Yep, Emma Hare, Cardoso, Hall. Raven Johnson and Littleton. How about Littleton tonight? I don't know if you saw her early on. Made a three. She made a big few buckets. She made a big three point. Followed her shot once or twice. Yeah. So when they cut it to one a few times, she made a few buckets, especially in that um, first, first third, half, second and third quarter. First half they were up by um, by like they were up by like eight. NC State cut it to like two. Littleton hit a three and they went and it set off another run that they went on. But NC State's good. Yeah. They're going to beat a lot of people last year. They beat number one us and um, I think it was Stanford. They beat two number one teams last year. So, and they had that dominant center that was strong again this time. So, yeah, I mean they're number five for a reason. Um, they're the their center. What was her final stat? Um, to, which one? Perez, with, Perez is the center, right? No, Perez was the guard. Brown. No, Brown was their uh, power forward. Well, well, so so it starts I mean, with a C. Uh, Kunan, Kunane, 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 center. I mean, she eight points, only eight points. Brown and uh, Brown and but Perez. she's dominant on defense. Perez kind of led them yeah. early and, and, on and with scoring. Brown also had they Brown and Perez both had eighteen points. Uh, but yeah, they 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 actually kind of kept that center in check offensively. So next game for the ladies Friday. Get yeah, South Dakota. Yeah, they're at South Dakota. The ladies are at South Dakota Friday. And, and then, then they'll come back home for the rival game against, against Clemson. Clemson. Yeah. Wednesday the 17th. So, good start for the ladies. I have no complaints. Good start for the men. Men and women handling business. Hey, both Gamecock men's and women's basketball teams are 1-0, and, and that was the goal, waking up this morning. That was the goal, and that was not a guarantee. <laughs> Nothing's a guarantee with the Gamecocks. Maybe almost with the ladies, you can maybe guarantee. But, but just, but just playing number five to start the season, it just, just it wasn't guaranteed. Especially on the road, number five on the road, 
as the opener to start the season. That was, I mean, if 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 you were an NC State women's basketball fan, like opening the year, like that's the that's they sold out the arena. That wasn't the PNC arena. It was a a smaller arena they're in, but good crowd. But just like that would be the high. That's potentially the highlight of the year. You, you, you know, like you're you're fired up to open the season against. You, you know, it's like we're preseason number five. We're gonna go beat number one at home, and then you just and then number one was just better. The Gamecocks were just better. Love to hear it. Yeah, don't say it often. Uh, the Gamecocks were better than the men were better than USC Upstate tonight. So that's take, a good sign too. That's a good sign. That's better than not being better than USC Upstate. Well, guys, we're going to finish up the show. Want to mention a few things. Closing, we are as you know on Apple Podcast and we are on Spotify and we're on Amazon Music Podcast as well. So those are the three places that you can find us this year. Sumter, tell them our Twitter. GBO underscore pod. Um, and our Gmail. Gamecock uh, basketball only. Send us some questions. Us this some, is, a, you know, our first week's show, but, you know, send us a few questions. We'll read them on the air. We'll talk to you about them. If either of us are too loud, you know, just on the mics, just let us know. Let us know. Tim, you definitely could hear us tonight. If you've made it, if you've made it to minute 29 here, uh, the, the turnout for the men's game. It was a student turnout was fantastic. Students were the, I, I think it was almost full. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, th- th- I think they were actually putting them elsewhere, putting them in other seats. Overall, the crowd, I think, I think little small on little the small. general public, small. but the students rocked. They were loud. So it's early on non-conference. You're going to be up and down with attendance. All right. So I got one for you, Bryce. All right. All right. This is, th- oh. this one's going out. This one's going out to our sponsor, Modern Exterminating. Okay. This is going to be what's bugging me from tonight on the podcast. What was bugging you? No t-shirt toss. No t-shirt toss. But there was one thing that happened we forgot to talk about. Free chicken. Chick-fil-A still doing her, their promotion if a team misses two free throws under eight minutes in the fourth quarter. Free second chicken. Second half. Free, it, it's the best promotion ever. Like, like we get jacked up. And people get a little loud for that first free throw, but I'm telling Man. you, when they miss the first one, it gets bonkers in there. And, and and what's especially fun is if it's a close game. If it's a close game, that first three free throw, we are whatever decibel we are at, we double it. And it's you, funny when you see the opposing team, they're going, what is going on? They have no idea what's going on. But anyway... Free chicken if you're it's there. Especially funny when you're up 17 with like three minutes left in the game. And it got and real going, loud. And you're going crazy so, for some poor kid for USC Upstate missing free Well, throws. I'm going to enjoy some what, free chicken this but week. But that's what happened. You know, if they had if they had turned their – if the USC Upstate, you know, players had had their phones on to the Chick-fil-A app, I believe – Interesting. They, I believe that they would have received some some – some free, free chicken, chicken sandwich. Yeah. I, ooh, I wonder. We need to look into that. Does the opposing team's players? I mean, they just turn give it on their the phones. phones. They just give it to the phone. That's right. It's a location based. So their locations so on there. If if they have the Chick Fil A app, if they have the, if they have the Chick Fil A app, I mean, my reward was already there. I didn't even have to open. I had not opened the Chick Fil A app, Bryce. In a year. Well, we need since, a, since the last. Time we need we to find that out. So that'll if, be something we yes. look for. For our homework for next week. So, so outside of that, little housekeeping. Uh, the games are obviously in Asheville this weekend. That's and right. So we are going to be recording sometime on Monday. Monday, and we'll try to post it Monday night, Tuesday morning. And so look for it then. Hit us up on Twitter, GBO underscore pod. And um, 
Gamecock men, Gamecock women, both 1-0. Winners. What a time to be alive. All right, guys. We'll see you next week. Go Cox.